again, I also believe that you don't, you can't know essentially who you are. No, it's impossible. No. You know, it's it's impossible. Yeah. So someone, you know, um, I think it's um, it's a uh, Sartre, isn't it? It's uh, hell is other mm. people. Yeah, you're relying, <laughs> yes. you're relying on everyone else to tell you who mm. you are. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's not, and there's, yeah, exactly. And and I don't see there's any, I don't think there's any <clears throat> any shame or anything. I'll have to think about this, mm-hmm. but I my my gut reaction, my instinct is that there is nothing particularly shameful or, or about experimenting with different personas. Mm. Um, you know, we are constantly adapting, we're constantly changing as we grow up, and we are different people now than we were when we first met. Um, mm. And you know, I'm I, you know different again to you know when I was living you know as, as a teenager at home. And so we do develop, we do change our personas depending. You know, we change our role. We have different roles. Mm. We learn different scripts. There are different, you know, Wittgenstein, the different language games that mm. we, we, we adopt it. And that's not us somehow deviating from a kind of platonic norm. Oh, my goodness me, you're not being authentic Danny mm. now because you're doing that. So, well, you know, no, that was kind of Danny then. I'm now Danny in a different role. Mm-hmm. This is Danny, but I'm in a different role. I'm, I'm taking aspects of that. It's like, you know, it's like the doctor kind of, you know, regenerating, isn't it? It's kind of, well, it's the same doctor. Yeah. But he regenerates. Uh, and he looks different, but there are aspects of the previous doctor still there. That's why I quite like that idea. Mm-hmm. Because there are aspects of the previous guy there, but the face is not. And all the companions say, "Oh my God, you're not, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. The doctor looks like this." You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, he did look like that, um, but now I look like this, uh, and now I behave like this. Uh, and there are aspects of of and, the re- and residue from those past experiences. Mm-hmm. But we are constantly being rebuilt, constantly being re-engineered, and there's no reason why we shouldn't take a hand in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, and we're getting a lot of this now, and, I, and this is very interesting. And I'm, and I'm, I'm way, way behind on, on, on trying to keep up with with research on this. But mm. it, you know, uh, there's a lot more uh, um, emphasis these days on on taking control of your your gender identity, mm-hmm. um, for example, and just saying, well, just because I happen to have been born with these physical characteristics doesn't necessarily mean mm. that I want to define myself in that way mm. and it's not necessarily a role I want to play in society because society has expectations of that kind of uh, that kind of gender mm-hmm. uh, and those are not expectations I feel I can fulfill mm-hmm. uh, or you know so I will now I will now re-engineer myself uh, and operate according to these conventions mm-hmm. and that's because that's how I want to be in the world well it's 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 interesting stuff, and it's more. It's it's again. It's theatre and it's drama and yes. it's 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 presentation, isn't it? <laughs> so, so your homework for next week, I suppose, Danny, is 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 uh, is to re-engineer yourself. To I'm constantly just been. Yeah. Well, I mean, you took you took. I mean, I've noticed. You know, mm. those people who are not here or tuned in. Really, uh, Danny shaved his beard off, mm. uh, which means instantly, in a kind of Samson and Delilah sort of way, because he shaved his beard off, his philosophical capacities has have, have dropped by about fifty percent. It's obvious, isn't it? Um, as people have noticed, very few, fewer and fewer references to Wittgenstein in this in, in this segment. Yeah. Um, so I think really, you know, uh, I mean, do you feel good about the beard? I want it back. The lack of beard? No, you want it back? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy with the. the, the yeah. yeah. Why is that? I mean, does, do, you, do you do you feel that this is not who you want to be seen as? Do you feel you feel do you feel less dignified? Do you feel that you know you are not recognised in the same way? Um, do you feel it compromises you in any way to have lost the beard? I mean, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I've done it myself, and it's frightening the crap out of me. No, it's it's weird. It's um yeah, it's uh, without going into. I, I can't think of the details of why. Mm. Uh, mainly, I just don't like the look of myself without it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Funny, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, and the feel of it now. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. 
It's whether your it's, it's whether your wife prefers you with or without. Has she made a judgment? Well, she she suggested to, to do it as an experiment. Right. Okay. And she always liked the beard, and um, yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's all right, but <coughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I think she, she's like, oh, if if you prefer it, have the beard. Mm. Mm. It's interesting because I, mean, I grew my I grew a beard uh, in my late teens, mm. um, kind of you know almost 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 since I finished school. Um, yeah, I remember seeing it on that it, film. I was really impressed by the beard. <laughs> yeah, Happy someone grow a beard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like nineteen. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, well, in Mediterranean background, you know, mm. we, we 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 grow beards very quickly. But anyway, I grew that, and it was a genuine attempt to kind of change. To change my role, to change mm. my persona, to say, okay, well, you know, this will look in, in some way look cooler, will make me kind of look more interesting, will make I don't know, make me look more mature, and people will react to me and respond to me. The mm. audience mm. of the world will respond to me in a particular way if I do this, um, and I just got used to it. And other people, the the, the you know, my audience over the years mm. have got used to me wearing this. Um, so on the occasions when you know I've experimented taking it off. You know, so I don't recognise the face that's looking back at me, and it unnerves me. Um, and other people <laughs> don't recognise. Other people are like, oh, "What the hell is going on? Why have you done that?" Yeah. That's like, "Whoa!" My daughter's scared um, when I look at me. It looks at me scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, but I mean, it's not just physical appearance. Isn't it? I mean, if, if if somebody came into you know somebody you you met for you know you know for years and maybe lost contact with suddenly turns up. Um, and start, uh, and they were kind of, you know, you, you know, sort of, you know, decent human beings you know, when you you last met them, and then suddenly they come back and you meet them, and they've got some kind of, you know, awful sort of, you know, fascist values that they've just generated over the years. Mm. You kind of think, oh, I don't recognise you anymore. You're mm. not, you're not the person who was originally my friend. You've, you've you're, you know, you're you're operating. You're, you're you have a different role now, a different persona. Yeah, not sure. You know, so changing attitudes. I mean, people even changing the way you you look. People are really, really. I mean, but, but the things people wear. Mm. I don't know if it's the same now, but I remember being, you know, very, very kind of cagey about changing what I wore. What I wore. Mm. You know, sometimes you'd walk past like a, like a, 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 you know, clothing shop, and you think, oh, that look really cool. I'd really, I'd really like to wear that, but I'm not. I couldn't possibly wear that mm. because people would just take the piss because <laughs> they wouldn't expect me because that's not how I look. Um, <laughs> and I remember going to university, and that as soon as I got out of, as soon as I got off the stage of my hometown. Mm. And operated on a different stage. I changed, you know, not only you know the, the set was changed, mm. um, but then I changed all the costumes as well. You know, yeah, really lent into the beard, really changed, really adopted the kind of the philosophical blacks and so on. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, well, when still... I went to when I went to Japan from England, uh, let, uh, I've talked about this before, but um, mm. it's where it's uh, it's uh, on point. So yeah, mm. the the uh, the bad point of that. So yeah, you've look, you've you've left your role behind, mm. and but that's quite comfortable. Yeah, lo- mm. elements of that are quite comfortable. So, and people are not gonna um, people are new to me, completely new to me. They're gonna react to me in different ways. They don't they don't know how to make me you know feel comfortable or how to make me uh, yeah. happy or whatever like that. Or they don't really know me very well, and um, that's a challenge. It is. A, it yeah, is. Yeah, and that's difficult. Mm. Well, it's almost like when you see a, a, a remake of a favorite film and you just think. You're not. You're not Philip Marlowe. No, no. Humphrey Bogart is Philip Marlowe. <laughs> Who the hell are you? You know, it's kind of you know. You go yeah. back to to a, to a, to an old set. Yeah. Um. You know, your old town or whatever you are. Um. You know, it, the way you are now. No, no. You're not. You're not Mike. 
you know yeah. mike was you know we used to call mike mick uh and he used to look like this and he had more hair and you know and he, he wore waistcoats and, yeah. and, and shears you know uh, uh what the hell who the hell are you you know you're not you shouldn't be in this role uh -huh. um so that's what you know you can never go home <laughs> yeah. actually it might be uh again relevant um i really like um the old tv series shogun oh yeah um mm. so it's about like um it's uh, they kind of embellish the story, but it's based on a real life um, person who is like this mm. Eng Englishman from Gillingham in Kent, mm. and um, he um, found himself. Um, so he was like he was educated um, uh, as a kind of navigator, and then mm. those days they called it a, pi a pilot for a ship, and it was this was like um, the end of the fifteenth uh, century, and he found himself in Japan. And he's the first Englishman in Japan, basically. Right. And on this ship, there was um, um, there was cannon and stuff like that, and it was a kind of the um, first kind of experience of the Japanese to see like West, uh, you know, Western ships and Western cannons and stuff like that. Um, in the end, to cut a long story short. This is you know, this is a real this is the real story. Um, he uh, became like an advisor to to um, Tokugawa, which was like the, the um, the, the shogun who kind of unified Japan, and some mm. of the some of the cannon were used in like decisive wars in, mm. within Japan, and um, um, years later, some other Englishman came to Japan to visit. I think it's like yeah, it's something like twelve years later, and um, William William Adams is his name by the way. William Adams was now you know dressed as a samurai, and he was actually given samurai status. Gosh. And um, and he 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 met these um, you know foreigners now, and he mm. did like he didn't want to be with them, didn't want to mix with them, and he spoke only Japanese. Gosh, and yeah. very fascinating story. That I keep diving going back to. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's well worth diving in. It's just like you've got so much different parts of history there. He was involved in the uh, Armada. Oh well, yeah, you know he was, um, and you know from Gillingham uh, just down the road, you know. It's a, a very exciting uh, story. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so they're, they're making it, uh, you know, Shogun would come out in 1980 and it was like a phenomenon. And they're remaking it and they're, and they're, they're casting it and I'm, and I'm shaking my head. It's like, no. No, you can't do that. Can't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so when you read a book, isn't it? You read a book and then they make a film out of it and you just think, no, I'm sorry. That's, that, that's, not, that's not the person yeah. I encountered in the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they wouldn't say that. They wouldn't stand like that. They wouldn't be that cocky. They'd be much more, much more gravitas. We're always doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm.